Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. hungry eyes babe do you have those hungry eyes i have tired eyes you have tired eyes <laughs> welcome to episode i'm not hungry since that dinner we had but i'm tired yeah, yeah I, I, that was a pretty epic dinner wasn't it it was awesome yes nothing like uh one of the first well not technically the first quote unquote barbecue of the season but it is uh the first set of hamburgers and brats we had done on the grill mm-hmm. so that was yummy um, but anyways, welcome to episode 10 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And that lovely intro was brought to, brought to you by Nobody Puts Baby in the Corner. <laughs> <laughs> I do, because I'm her father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love that cutaway scene. I know we've mentioned it before on the show, but I, I just... Oh, for those of you who may not like Family Guy, it's all fine and dandy, but there are little gems like that throughout that show that just are epic and awesome, and that was definitely one of them. All right, so let's kick this bitch off. Um, Saturdays were supposed to make this easier, weren't they? Yes, but then... I, I think your plan failed. Well, it was all well and good because you said you were going to go get our extra coffee for the evening. And I was like, okay, yeah. cool. We'll get that at some point and I'll re-energize. It'll be great. And then um, you didn't. Now I got a little sidetracked with the whole uh, bed frame debacle. And then I was like, are you going to go get it? And you're like, no, I'm good. I'm like, but what about me? So. Yes. So and then I tried to cut my own son's hair, and it sucked. <laughs> it put me in a bad mood. Oh, just oh, a bad mood? I heard things coming out of that bathroom <laughs> that would have made a sailor blush. And the whole time, Trent has just got this great <laughs> demeanor on him. Like, hey, I know. mommy. I know. Cut He's my hair. At me. He's You're doing <laughs> awesome. He's looking Keep at me. going. He goes... He goes I love you, mommy. Uh, don't you? Isn't and, it the worst when you're like trying to be pissed at yeah, them, or you, you, I, you have a reason to be pissed at them, so you're trying to, and they're like, "I love you." I wasn't you're so pissed beautiful. at him, but he asked me to cut his hair, and I'm like, "Only if you can hold really still." He's and like, I "No you, problem." I warned you. The hell he put the actual hairstylist or whatever you want to call the person, the haircutter person, doer, um, and the hell that he put her through the last time we tried to get his haircut, which is why it turned out the way it did. So, but I do have to say. 
I'm, you know, between you and I and me pinning his head in a headlock and whatnot, mm-hmm. it did turn out a lot better than it did yeah. when we took him to the other place. Yeah. So that's I mean, a plus. I mean, I think if we could, if we could both work to, if first I get some real hair cutting scissors mm-hmm. because the scissors I was trying to use were shit. Would have had a better luck with a weed whacker. Shit scissors. So that was our first one. I literally have never seen scissors that just push the hair <laughs> just over. Just push the hair out of the like, way. Like the hair stands straight <laughs> up and you go to cut it and it just bends like, the hair over. It made me so mad. I think I was more mad at the scissors than I was at him. It yeah. was just that, how do you yell at a pair of scissors? And so at one point I'm like, Trent, just hold still. And he looks up at me. He looks up at me with his big old eyes and he goes, hi, mommy. And he smiles. I'm mm-hmm. like... Hi, babe. And I just, I mean, I think you heard because I heard you laughing from the other room, but mm-hmm. it just made me crack up. I'm like, I'm mad at you for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. So. And it's crazy just how easily they can switch it like that on the yeah. So there's, yeah. So the show might be a little bit off tonight. We we did switch up the schedule. We are now going to Saturdays. It was supposed to make things easier. I'm not sure if the kids took their extra special pills this morning or what was going on with that but man they were uh and you know the funny thing is they start off this morning so beautiful i record the supplemental um little tidbit this morning mm-hmm. and they came up right at the tail end of it and both tempe and trent walked in the door and uh, here to the studio and saw me recording and i just very you know i kind of made a mimic for shh and told them to be quiet and they did they came over here and they sat down next to me and they just watched me not saying a word not even touching each other they're both just it was like the, this, the quintessential angelic you know kids just being good and, and we don't get that very often they're usually <laughs> bouncing off the walls and going crazy so we had that and then they were playing outside because it was one of the first nice days that we had here in portland in a while and things were going good so overall Seemed like it was going to be a good day. And then we decided to do the brilliant idea of find Ezra a new bed frame because he's had a mattress on the floor since we moved in here. Which only makes has, me feel awful. Yeah, but we had to find the right mattress frame for him. And then we also had to work on a few other things first. Um, his old frame just kind of bit it in the move. So we finally found it. Well, after much digging and controlling and dealing with craigslist and dealing with facebook groups and idiots we ended up finding one at a uh consignment type resale store or it's a resale it's like yeah. a it's a thrift store really well, kind of not, not a thrift it was more they they're like re- the restore but they're not restore, yeah because they're they have a hyphen in their name or, or vice versa like the, the actual habitat for humanity restore i think doesn't have the hyphen mm-hmm. and these guys have the hyphen so they're trying they're, they're trying to parlay off of the popularity of the other one but it was a decent frame and it worked it, it was a good price and mm-hmm. it was local yes well that's the crazy thing it's amazing what they will charge for cheap piece of shit furniture and it's more amazing to me that people will actually buy this stuff knowing my kids buying that particle board bullshit six months maybe yeah maybe a year well, we've had this happen before yeah where uh, we've bought something cheap because yeah. it well why wouldn't you buy the fifty dollar thing instead of the hundred dollar thing and then it's like oh that's why <laughs> I, yeah but i still looking at the quality of most of the furniture even like this five hundred dollar stuff it was still press board and or yeah. just slapped together shit. That stuff at the actual furniture furniture store yeah but it's pretty nice but, but the, the price pretty nice stuff was up. like 900 bucks yeah and i'm sorry but I, i'm not quite in a position to put nine hundred dollars on 
a bed set for somebody who still picks his nose and wipes his boogers on the wall and then wonders why I get pissed at him. Yep. So if that's the level of quality of care I'm going to get out of that kid, he's not quite ready for a super nice bed set yet. Not yet. But when he is, there was a really, that $900 bed frame with the bed on top and the futon on the bottom. That, oh, that was nice. Yeah, he had the googly eyes for that too. He was he was quite smitten with it. So, a lot of weird shit going on this week in general. I mean, it's been it's been kind of a weird week. Not so much necessarily with family stuff per se, but just I don't know. Somehow somebody lost an airline. <laughs> yeah. Um, somebody somebody misplaced an airplane. <laughs> Oops. I, I I I sat up on the couch. Totally forgot it was there. Went to look for it where I normally put it, and it's just not there anymore. And I digress. It is actually kind of a tragic thing. There's no, people missing, is. but at the same time, if I can zoom in on Google Maps and look at my car parked in front of my house and see myself sitting in the car picking my nose from that satellite. <laughs> There's no reason why a 777, not a 737, not a 747, but a 777 Boeing plane should just poof, go away. And they say it's because the well, transponders were turned off and blah, blah, blah. But now they're saying that, that they never, the transponder got turned off mm-hmm. expertly, but they never really did lose sight of it. They've got pings off of it all the way to what's a... There's still conflicting reports on that. The, the, the satellite or the um, the engines were pinging the satellite still, but they're trying to figure out it's all sorts of screwed up. Yeah, and they don't want to tell anyone anything because then they're giving away, quote unquote, government secrets mm-hmm. by telling them where they have satellites and what they can do. It's like, really? Really? Well, the problem, well, once again, NSA can listen to my phone calls. Yep. They can tell what I had for dinner last night just by scoping me once or twice. But they lose an airplane. And if I lost a kid, <laughs> I'd be getting in a hell of a lot more problems than these people are getting into for, you know, or, or trouble than what these people are getting into for losing an airplane. And like I said, I, I hate to make light of the situation, but at the same time, you have people who are trying to figure out where their family members are. There's probably parents wondering, I had a kid in that flight, where the hell are they? And for and I know this was a Malaysian flight, so it's slightly different. But for all the bullshit we have to go through to get on a plane anymore these days, uh-huh. this should be damn near fucking impossible. And yet it just poof disappeared. So I'm still kind of confuddled by that one. And Rob was at work was a uh, work Rob. He was uh, talking about oh see see because he hates flying. He has a fear of flying and. It was one more thing to kind of just nail that, you know, put that nail in the coffin. His wife wants him to go to Chicago for a wedding. And he's like, yeah, I'll drive it. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, no, I want you to fly. He's like, no, no, I'll drive it. I'll leave three, four days before you do. I'll meet you there. I'll go to the wedding. I'll leave. Get there. You, you, you can stay an extra couple of days. Meet you back. No problem. He hates flying. Mm-hmm. He had a job to do in Denver one time. He drove it. Mm-hmm. Drove from here to Denver. Did the job. And drove back. And See, and I don't care. Is he... Uh, uh, even, I mean, I've flown several times post, you know, TSA stuff, and I I do just fine. I get a little sketchy if it, if it gets too turbulent or too um, on the landing. It's the landing that gets me. Takeoffs are fine. Most of the time, the in-air time is fine. It's the landings get me. Yeah, and see, none, none of it, none of the actual flight bothers me none of the planes the stuff that normally bothers people like oh my god i'm trapped on a you know flying bomb flying 
tampon. <laughs> yeah. Well, just basically, you know, if I hit the ground, I'm going to explode and burn yeah. up. Well, you know what? That's kind of a quick and painless death. So yeah. hope for it. I hate getting to that point. Yeah. The you getting hate to the airport. The, the airport, the airport staff, the mm-hmm. airport security, mm-hmm. the bags, the baggage claim, mm-hmm. the ticket agents, the lining up for the plane, the waiting for the plane. If I had getting a private, on the plane. <laughs> like if I had a private company jet that I could just hop onto, like, peace out, I'm going somewhere. Totally cool. Yeah. But dealing with the people that this is for your safety this is for the you know for your safety okay i get that whole thing but when you're telling a mom that she has to dump an extra ounce of water out of her bottle because she can only have seven ounces but she has eight in there but the reason she has eight ounces of bottle in there is because she's got a formula packet that is measured just so to feed her newborn baby so she needs that eight ounces of water but for her safety, he's going to make her dump it out because it's, it's, we got to make sure that she's safe in the plane. Mm-hmm. Kids screaming and he's giving her the damn near giving her the reach around. And but it's for her safety. And look at this lady. You, you can tell a frazzled mother, especially a frazzled mother with a new baby. Mm-hmm. That's probably the person I would be the most scared of, but not because they're going to take <laughs> a plane down. It's because their lack of sleep, they're, you know, they've, they're sleep deprived, they're running on empty, they've been listening to this child squawk at them for God knows how long, they've, you know, if you're breastfed, you've been hanging them off your tit for, you know, <laughs> hours on end every day. <laughs> so the last thing you really want to do is fling them shit. And I got to give this woman props, she took it very well. I almost freaked out in the guy because he was, just being, he was being a really pompous, uh, holier than thou asshole about it, about... That extra ounce of water made all the difference in the world. That extra, you, just, you, you can't. We, we do have these rules in place for a reason. You can only have seven ounces of water. And, and I'm blah, wondering, blah, blah. with the whole reason they started cracking down on liquids because there was supposedly some kind of liquid-based bomb. They were afraid agents. people were going to try to hide it in their lotion. Right. And here's the fucked up but, thing: there but, are but, still but, motherfuckers getting on the planes. I know, but listen, bombs. The reason was because of these liquid bombs, and my thought to myself is. Is it really, really going to make a difference, seven ounces versus eight ounces? I mean, will seven ounces not kill the plane? I'm sure if it was a big enough If it was the bomb, yeah. if mm-hmm. it was the bomb fluid, mm-hmm. was seven ounces going to not kill the plane and eight ounces would? I get that they put a limitation on it, some kind of, you know, line in the sand, so to speak. But yeah. why that? It just didn't make any sense. It just was like, oh, well, we have to put some kind of limit on it so it'll be seven. And, and that that's what makes sense to us. It didn't make any sense. Well, it's the government. Nothing they ever do makes sense. If they did things that made sense, we wouldn't have buildings blowing up in New York because the gas main was the main that was installed back in 18 fucking 96 or whatever the hell it is. Literally, that main was 130 yeah. some years old. Mm-hmm. Cast iron. Yeah. I've seen what my cast iron pans look like if I leave them out, you know, leave them <laughs> without touching them for a month, yeah. let alone a hundred and some years. Yeah. And oops, we just blew up a bunch of people. My bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fucking awesome. So, uh, and then here locally, we've had shit going on too. We've had, uh, see, we had the lady who had the seven or got pulled over in Forest Grove with, for, seven with a seven year old driving on her lap. I, I really felt two ways about that. <laughs> I've, I don't I've, have. I totally let Ezra do that back when we lived in the country on our but, driveway. See, that's the difference. But well, I, it wasn't a main thoroughfare. I know. I'm just. I'm baffled by the fact that somebody would let them their child do that in the middle of a town. And her friends came to her defense, like, it's like it's not like it's Highway 26. It's just Forest Grove. I'm like, okay. That's so how she learned how to drive. What makes it better? Like, oh, they they'd only kill one person, not ten. <laughs> like. 
oh, that's so totally okay then. Yeah, especially since it's either Forest Grove or Cornelius or in between the two is where those two girls got ran over by the car uh-huh. when they Fair, were playing fairly Leaf Fairly recently, yeah. Fairly recently, so no big deal though. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. I'll just let my seven-year-old drive the car. And I get it. I get it because I've done it. But I just don't. There, there's got to be some kind of faulty brain switch in this lady that was like, well, it's fine. There's nobody out this time of night. It's fine. Like, I get, go to an empty parking lot. I've done that when I was like, I want to say like 14 or right before I got my learner's permit. Yeah. My dad would take us out to big empty parking lots. Yeah. And let you practice. Yeah. You know, you know, to keep it under 10. And we thought it was the coolest thing in the whole fucking world. Yep. But, you know, never on a real street. Well, I've now I, I've taken you out to my dad's parents' house, correct? The yep. big farm with a giant ass gravel driveway. Yep. Yeah. Um, Grandpa used to take us up for rides up and down the driveway in his pickup. And what he would do is, it, he, he depending on which end you start on, of course, mm-hmm. he'd fire up the car, truck, get to. The, and he had multiple. He had two gates on each end of the driveway so that the cattle and the horses didn't get out. But once we got past the gate, he put you on his lap. Because, of course, we couldn't reach the pedals at that right. age. I mean, I'm talking like I was like six. Yeah. And he'd have you steer, and then he'd sit there, and he'd screw with you. And he'd keep gassing it and be like, mm-hmm. just stop that. You know, slow down. Damn it, you're going to get us in a wreck, and you need to knock that <laughs> off and just mess with you. But you, yeah, so, yeah, I've, I did it, too. But I it was, shifted for my mom. Mm-hmm. I remember she had surgery on her wrist, her right wrist, yeah. when I I don't know. I was in I was right around Ezra's age, so like eight, nine, ten-ish. And... um. She'd tell me when to shift and what gear to put it in because it hurt her arm yeah. to even yeah. try and shift. And we had a little Honda Prelude, didn't she? Well, see, and I, I did something similar in high school, but that was because we went... A friend of ours, she was she was older than the rest of us, she, so she could drive. And she had um, one of those like late 70s, early 80s mini little Toyota pickups. And there was, it was her and my buddy JT and I we were all heading out to lunch with her. And I got stuck in the middle, and, I, and it was a stick shift. Mm. And so literally, I'm straddling the stick shift. And she's like, well, how am I going to do this? I'm like, well, there's one or two things you can do. You can probably brush up against my junk every time you hit second and fourth gear, or you can just tell me when you want to shift and let me do it, and I'll, I'll manipulate the gears for you. Or you can manipulate my gears. <laughs> 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 she chose option B, whereas I had to manipulate my own gears. So sad panda no. <laughs> but so yeah i was i was it was she was freaking out too because she'd go and she hit the clutch and i'd drop it the second so i'm, I'm and then i'm literally it looks like i'm you know kind of does look like i'm playing myself in the middle of the street i pick up some you know moving this thing back and forth and so you know done stupid shit like that but at least at that point i was it was me making the stupid decision at you know 15 years old not my supposed mature mm-hmm. parent or at least adult parent that's like yeah i just love that that phenomena especially with our local um fox news affiliate to get the toothless yokels on their screen get the most dumbass people well we never get I mean, good representation i know on we never news. get re- good representation never. i mean especially lately that that lady running and falling in the snow Mm-hmm. was from portland granted she's not from portland but the cliff was from portland but that was hilarious oh it was but awesome. see the, the reason why i like that is because even though she wasn't from portland she had your quintessential oh, portlandy uppityness attitude yeah this is the best it's, thing ever it's, it's nature consistency for running it's it's using the nature to, to soften my strides as i run by using the snow and hippie 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 patchouli boo 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 <laughs> 
and it, you know crunched some granola and blah 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 and she fucking bit it and hit herself in the head it's like maybe that knocks some sense into you maybe you dumbass. it's not the perfect consistency for running yeah black <laughs> ice is not exactly it's great for you know hockey but <laughs> not so great for taking a jog down the street hey and then we had let's see here we had kids that were smacked by a car in estacada i didn't hear so much about this this one, one was um I, oh wait yes i did yeah. i did never mind i lied yeah and then and then there was that, that they, they blamed that on the sun glare though yeah that was they I, said that the guy wasn't speeding the no, kids no, no. were using the crosswalk yeah. like everything was everything was right it just happened to go wrong because there was a big burst of sun glare right at the wrong time and yeah. it hit his windshield bl- temporary blinded him kind of thing yeah so it was, I, it's shit like that that makes you scared as a parent. Like, yeah, just, I, know. I thought you want to put my kid outside. Now you're staying in the no, house. No, what makes you scared as a parent is that stupid fucking movie that was supposed to be about a lady being stuck in space and ended up being about a four-year-old kid who died mm. and made me cry like so Gravity. much. Spoilers. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, but that <laughs> happens really early in the movie. She, she says it. I understand that. But for those people who have not yet seen said movie... Spoilers. It's not really a spoiler. It doesn't give anything away about the plot that I said that she she says that so early in the movie. I'm just that's saying. Like a tra- that's like what you was in a trailer. Saying, if we start getting some comments like Mr. Tomorrow did for you know saying that they killed the then shit, they can bite me and not listen to the show. <laughs> it's not like we have so many yeah listeners that oh, we hey, can be choosy. Hey, but. hey 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 hey. We've got lots of listeners. We're like into like the tens of listeners I right know. now. <laughs> no, according to the stats, we're doing fairly decent. I mean, we're upwards of a lot of downloads. If I cared, <laughs> if I cared, we probably would have stopped doing this podcast. An no, hour I, two. no, no, no. I, but no, I'm actually I'm looking at it from the exact opposite. I was I'm I'm actually fairly I wouldn't say impressed because that sounds like I'm tooting my own horn, but I'm astounded by how much draw we've had so early on i'm surprised there's anybody listening congratulations if you're listening to this podcast you have blown my mind you are in a saucy mood this evening i'm it's a good thing i'm saying i we wanted to do this for us not for anybody else so i'm happy that people are listening okay that's not how it came across well i apologize fucking lucky you get to listen to us (laughs) No, that's not what I'm I am gracing your ear holes <laughs> with my vocal abilities. No, that's you kind should of feel the lucky and bow words. down to me. <laughs> Kiss my I feet. I think you just took it the wrong way because you know I'm in a shitty mood. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. So that's fair. <laughs> I'm my mood's slowly improving. So uh, it did actually. I, I I think I no this didn't happen before a lot. So no, this was. I'm trying to remember the timing if this is correct or not. It is. So last weekend, so it was after we had recorded last episode, before we recorded this episode, so I'm just making sure it was in the right time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, uh, we, what was I doing? Oh, yes, we were playing Battleship. I was playing Battleship with the kids. And turns out, with Temperance, she's a pretty good shit talker. Yes. Yeah, and... Uh, and she learned from the best i was we were pissing off ezra so bad I because know. playing battleship i have to help temperance out because she has no way of uh of understanding she doesn't get their grasp of the entire concept of this yeah. pin here and that one red versus white yes. and yeah 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 but let me tell you what when she finds out that you sunk somebody's ship 
oh yeah, yeah. And she does a little dance thing, and I'm like, and that's like, then I leaned over, I'm like, now you need to go. You lose, and she's like, "You lose," and she's getting all up in his business, and he's getting over all. And of course, as her being who he is, he's getting all butt hurt. Stop, not enough, blah blah blah. And then he he threw a hairy fit in the middle of the game, and I almost called the game off and told him we were going to because quit. he thought you were cheating. She no, she no, it wasn't that he thought we were cheating. It was impossible. Im- literally, he said those words: impossible. That he couldn't have sunk the shit that he thought he had sunk. Because the way his red red pegs were on his side. Mm-hmm. No, that, that ship has four pegs, and I've got four pegs in there. And I, I, you need to say that I sunk it. I'm like, I don't need to say shit, because you didn't sink shit. <laughs> you hit me four times, but you haven't sunk anything yet. And he was just going and on and on and on about it. And I finally told him, I'm like, if you want to continue the game, you need to shut up and call out your next, you know, your next shot. Can we do this? And... Wouldn't do it, and I mean, he, and so finally I'm like, okay, fine, we're putting the game away. And then he starts, of course, no, I, I want to play the game, I want to play. I'm like, well, if you want to play, then why are you whining like a little bitch right now? <laughs> I'm not lying to you, and I will prove it to you, but I'm not going to prove it to you right now. As I prove it to you right now, you're going to see where my ships are, and then you're going to start beating my ass. So I'm like, now then I'm like, so if this is actually a all a ruse to try to get me to show you where my ships are, good on you for trying, but it ain't going to happen. <laughs> However, I don't think it is. I think you're just throwing a fit. So once we're all done here, I will prove it to you. And he's like, okay, fine. And he's all huffy about it the rest of the game. Then it comes after we're all said and done. We we beat him, which kind of, you know, rubs salt in the wounds and pissed him <laughs> off some more. And I'm like, okay, come here, buddy. I want to show you this. And so I showed it to him and just kind of let him see what was going on. He's like, oh. So, oh, yeah. So I get it. Because we had the way Tempe is pretty fucking good about stacking those ships and the way she does it it's confusing as hell she does it like these little zigzag patterns and she but she always almost always each ship is connected to the other ship by at least one point if not excuse me multiple points mm-hmm. and it really throws the other person off or at least if the other person is ezra it really throws them off <laughs> so it was pretty impressive to see her her skills at that because we got down to the point where we were on our last ship and it was actually one of the larger ships too and we had to find his little two peg whatever that is destroyer or whatever they call it and we got him barely but we got him so he was all you know but heard about that but it was so fun having tempe there to trash talk with me i'm like you, okay, you need to tell him this and she would she would just eat it up it was awesome and he was getting so pissed so but then ezra in general of playing games what was it last night or when when did that nerf gun freak out thing last happen? night you want to give us some background on that um we we all have Nerf guns, thanks to Christmas finally blessing us all with Nerf guns instead of just a few people. And y- who started it? Who started what? Was it Trent that started the Nerf gun thing last night? Mm, no, it was Ezra. Okay. Ezra wanted to start. The, but okay. Trent was more than happy to yeah. get Trent guns, shoot somebody, yeah. hell yeah. So anyway, Ezra, somebody wanted to start shooting somebody and you and Ezra started shooting each other and finally... Like, I, I was busy at the time, but finally I finished up what I was doing and I kind of snuck into the bedroom and grabbed the, the pink one. Yeah. <clears throat> I grabbed all my all the bullets and loaded up and sitting up there and I just start attacking everybody and we're all playing for probably a good 10, 15, maybe even 20 minutes. Yep. And finally it starts to die down. I'm getting tired of it. Trent's starting to lose his demeanor and, you know, it's winding down. So I stop and... Ezra keeps hitting me with the nerve. I'm like, I'm done. You can play with daddy or whatever. Yeah. And um, then you said you were done. 
Well, I went a little bit longer with him, and then yeah. I, I decided it was time. And the reason was not so much that I wanted to stop or that I, it was time for, I thought it was necessarily time to, that I was worn out or anything, but if you amp the kids up too much before bedtime yeah. without giving them enough wind down period, then you never get them to go to sleep. Exactly. So it was time to start the wind down period. And so I told him, well, well you said no more. And mm-hmm. so then I was sitting there and I was, I was talking to somebody on my phone. Somebody had messaged me or yeah. texted me or something like that. And yeah, so, I and then he came, I, from what he tells me, which is totally possible, he came over, sent the guy down next to me, said, you know, here, let's, let's do this some more. And mm-hmm. I didn't respond to him. Mm-hmm. And I kept going. And so then he ended up, what I found out after the fact was he went sulking off to his room. Then I told him to get a shower. And as I saw him coming out to get his stuff for a shower, I could see he was all pissy and just oh, yeah. had and look he, on his face. And he always says, nothing's wrong, nothing's, nothing's wrong, wrong. Nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong. But he just has that, you know, somebody just took a shit at my breakfast and had to eat it, look on his face. And so I felt like I'm going to fess up, and he's all like, you guys were playing with me, and then you stopped playing because you were typing on your stupid phones, and blah, 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 blah. And he just, like, went to this whole drama queen, just bullshit. And, and then I gave the gun back to Daddy and said I wanted to play, and he never answered me, and blah, no, blah, the blah. Wor- no, the worst part was when he's like, he, he and I I don't want to say it's an exact quote, but it's something to the effect of, all I want to do is play with you guys, and you guys, all you guys ever do is sit on your phones. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, what? Yeah. Because guess what? Not really a big problem. You and I use our phones fairly little, especially in comparison to most people of our generation. And most of that time is when we're stuck so we can't do anything else. Well, yeah. Or a lot of the time something he's not, and I hope he learns this because his generation is going to be far more ingrained in this than I am. Usually, if I'm on the phone, it's because I've got it. I received a text message from somebody, and I have to, and I'm responding to them. If it's a text message that can wait, I'll let it hang. But if it's something that needs some sort of an immediate response, I'll hop on a response to it. And much like when I'm on the phone talking, if I'm on the phone texting and, and I'm engrossed in that, I, I don't expect a whole lot of noise. But the problem he has is he does not grasp my ability to tune shit out. Mm-mm. Between the fact that I've got three kids. I work in an office environment with cubes, not offices, next to a actually a, a fairly loud person who talks to herself all day long. And I get it. It works for her. It helps her keep track of her stuff. And But she says random stuff. And it's it's kind of like that Louis Black skit, you know, where he's talking about he's sitting at that restaurant and he hears that lady say, if it wasn't for my horse, I wouldn't have spent that year at college. And talking about how it just drills into his brain and, like, mind fucks him. Mm-hmm. Um I have the same problem. If I actually pay attention to some of the shit that rolls out of these people's mouths at work, I'm just like, oh my God. Because listening to salespeople try to troubleshoot a technical issue mm-hmm. when they could walk 15 feet <laughs> and go talk to one of the technical people that's in the office that's actually getting paid to fix those problems, if those problems are actually problems, mm-hmm. is infuriating, especially when they're trying to diagnose something that if by just by the nature of me listening to their conversation... It's not an issue with us. It's actually an issue with the customer. There's nothing that can be done about it unless the customer's IT department or the vendor's IT department is going to step in and fix it. So that's all that needs to be said. You need to contact your IT department and they need to do this and then we need to move on. But no, literally, I've watched 20, 25, 30, 35, 45 minutes of these people. Well, have you gotten an email from this such and such? Or have you gotten an email from so-and-so? Or is your email working today? Here, I'm going to send you an email. 
That doesn't fucking do a goddamn bit of good because it never leaves their fucking building. If you're sending an email from you to the other person in the office, it hits one server, bounces back, and goes right back to you. There is that's there's no troubleshooting value there whatsoever, except for the fact you know how to hit new, type in an email, and click send. So I have over the ten years that I've worked at this place, I have learned to tune this stuff out because it's the only way that I can actually stay focused and stay on track and get things done. And on those days that I'm finding it difficult to tune shit out, I slam in a pair of earphones and I put something mindless on that I can just kind of have droning in the background. That coupled with having three kids, having a wife, <laughs> I learned it. Ooh, I just got the dirty look. I knew. That. Ooh, look at that. Come on, I knew that it was gonna get that effect. That's why I had to say it. But so because of that, I know that, or I should say, I have the ability to tune stuff out, and I'm fairly good at it. So the concept he's not grasping is just because you say it's, something it's, to me, it is a foreign concept to him because he will pick up on everything. You you must hmm. have noticed this. You and I can be having except a conversation, for the, except for the stuff that you talk to him directly about. I know, but that's my point. He can be playing a video game. Mm-hmm. And we're just chatting amongst each other. Yeah, but he other. can be reading a book over in his, you know, recliner, mm-hmm. and we're over here talking about something, talking about something. We start mentioning something about, uh, you know, gonna go go somewhere or do something, yeah. or and he's like, "What? We're gonna go to the 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 fish hatchery or you know whatever." He'll just be like, "What? I heard something that was of interest to me." Yeah. So he's not ever that oblivious to. No, but it's infuriating that he does that because <laughs> if I look at him and say this, this, and this, and then he misses, he gets this and the second this, but misses the third and fourth this, you didn't say that. Dude, I was fucking looking you straight in your damn eyes. Mm-hmm. And you said, uh-huh, okay, yeah, okay. You acknowledged all of the points, which makes me think you understood them. No, but if he's just you know, engrossed in a book and then you know we say something, oh, what about that? Yep. And so it's just, just, oh my God. But so yeah, I tune things out, especially if I'm actively involved in something. So I've made the request time and time again. You figured it out. I told you, I, I told you early on, hey, look, I, I may look like I'm actively paying attention, but I'm not. So unless you actually say my name before you start talking, there's a good chance that I'm going to actually not hear you. Yes. And it took you a couple tries to get you. I know I told you that. I'm like, oh, I don't remember. I'm like, no, I said this, this, and this first. And I told you, I'm like, oh, well. Um, did you get my attention first? You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> so. Yeah, but it doesn't even matter. The point is he takes everything like it's a personal attack. He, You want to stop doing anything that he was enjoying doing, and it, it he totally will take away from and every I, good part of it yeah. and just totally ruin well, it. And I try to... I try to temper that a little bit, my frustration with it, because I understand that it's, it's kind of a kid concept in general. Granted, he takes it to a whole new height. He just heights, takes it to a new level. But I'm used to kids. I I, I mean, my half-brother is not that much, uh, you know, older than Ezra. Yeah. And I helped quite a lot in his upbringing. And I'm used to how kids react to things, and every kid is different. But Ezra takes it to a new level. <laughs> he does. Now, is that necessarily a bad thing? No. Maybe it'll come as an asset later in life. I don't know. But he takes it to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. Granted, Tempe takes different things to a whole new level. Like, you know that kid who won't leave something alone? Like, they'll ask for something. Oh, I, my God. And then she... 
she's gonna be the squeaky wheel that gets the grease all I the know. time. And well, it actually reminds me of somebody I work with because there's somebody I work with that just actually got away with something right now simply by the amount of bitching that they did. Yeah. And I'm being very careful about how I say this because they are somebody who is above me <laughs> and therefore could get me in trouble. But um, when somebody else who had been previously in their position did a fair amount of bitching themselves too and got shot down, just not even, it wasn't even attempted to be considered the option they were laying on the table. This person comes along and lays out the same thing get the same answer at first and then i mean it was literally like watching temperance when she's not getting her way but why <laughs> and just blah 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 blah. i have so much more room for all my activities and <laughs> da, 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 da. and it was just on and on and on well, and on. you missed the big one today when you left to get the the new bed mm-hmm. i stayed home with tempe and trent and i was playing in the backyard with them and i climbed the rock wall so that i could throw their parachute guys up from really high mm-hmm. and so they could watch them fall for longer mm-hmm. and tempe wanted to be up there and i said no <laughs> she's like but i just want to be up there i'm like no so i you know i distract her with by throwing the thing and she'd come and give it to me but i'm just want to go up there for one minute no it's not you know but why can't i be up there I'm like it's not safe for you to be up on the wall but i'm good climbing i'm good at climbing i won't fall and i'm like no you're not coming up here but i really want to and i've been up there before and daddy said it's okay and oh like Seriously, <laughs> everything, that, mm. everything she could do. I've never once. I know. No, no, no. no. I, I'm just for the record. I have never <laughs> once fucking said that that's okay. In fact, I've actually said no. Don't do that. But then again, I think she said, "Well, mommy said it's okay to me too." So <laughs> she's really good at that. I'm gonna play mom and daddy off, or yeah. she attempts to. Luckily, we both know com- better. <laughs> well, well, not to mention the fact coming from, especially with me, and this is probably you coming from a divorced you mm-hmm. know, upbringing, mm-hmm. me being divorced once mm-hmm. and having my son try to play me against my ex, um, I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. So, and I know you get it. So the, 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 we don't fall into those traps. We're always very good about well, what did daddy say about this or what did mommy say about that. Um, uh, nothing. And then, you know, no. Okay, I'm going to go talk to mommy now and see what she said. Oh, well, she said no. <laughs> He's like, well, then the answer is no. But well, and every I now and then so much you, more room you and for I all my will, activities. Every now and then you will, you and I will say the exact opposite thing. And mm-hmm. then we have to, we're like, all right, <laughs> we've we've come to an agreement. <laughs> or, or my favorite is we're, like, if I'm in the middle, if you or I are in the middle of something, we're busy with something else, and... The kid comes and asks us something, and I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, go ahead. And then you start, they start doing it, and then all of a sudden I hear you, why the hell? Are, I told you you can't do that. What are you doing? And I come down, oh, it's my fault, my fault. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> you told him no? She said, why? Did you tell him yes? I'm like, yeah, I told him yes. I didn't think it was going to be a big deal. And then, then you gave me the reason why you told him. I'm like, oh, I should have been paying more attention. So <laughs> my, my bad. And then I just look at the kid, and they like, What's up, sucker? <laughs> yeah, I played your ass like a fucking flute, you know? <laughs> and it worked. Yep. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, you little turds. So yeah. Oh god. But uh, yeah, I love our kids. They're gonna oh, be great someday. There was a excellent lawyers. There was a thread the other day on one of the groups I'm on that was, what do you at this point, given what you know of your child, what do you think they'll grow up to be? And I'm like, uh, Ezra lawyers. is gonna be a lawyer. Temperance is gonna be. I said a doctor. Tempe. Yeah, with all the band-aids and boo-boos no, and No. Like an extreme doctor in the Congo or something. No. I don't I, I just don't no, I don't see that. Um, I do. But what do you think? As they're definitely a lawyer. Most yes. likely a shithouse lawyer. The one like this like the fucking what's Sal? his name? Sal from uh Breaking Bad. Oh, that, Saul. Saul, yeah. That level like yeah. 
So, I mean, it, you know, it, uh, that was one of my favorite characters from the show, you know, one of my top five. So, obviously, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but at the same time, that's kind of what I see him as. Tempe, I, it's still kind of hard to, to There were so her many down. moms that were saying their daughters would be strippers. It was the funniest thread, like, in a funny way. Like, there is no funny way to say that. <laughs> yes, there is, because no. they said it, and it was hilarious. No. Well, my daughter likes to dance in the middle of the living room and take off her clothes. <laughs> It's there's funny. No, no, it's there's totally no funny, funny way to say that. It's totally funny. No. It's and totally if somebody ever somebody's said... Somebody's going to laugh at that. If somebody says that Tempe... If you laugh at that, leave being, a Facebook comment. Yeah, please do. I'm going to find you and smack you because there's no <laughs> funny way to say hilarious. that. No. Hilarious. I ever catch my daughter on the pool, there's going to be a, a reckoning of like epic proportions. I agree. But I'm just saying. No, there'll be like dudes missing their junk and, and all... <laughs> I would say I'd give her a spanking right there in front of everybody, but that probably turned somebody on. But <laughs> oh, my God. No, but seriously. See, that was so much worse than what I said. Yes, it was. And that's why I went there. No, but a dad's one goal is, you know, keep the kid boy out of jail and keep the girl off the pole. As long as I can achieve those two things, I'm doing pretty fucking good, okay? So, so far, I don't think it's going to go down that way because it seems to me more than anything that Ezra's the one that wants to run around naked, so... Lately, yeah. Yeah, he's been like this total ex- exhibitionist. I know. And, yeah, it's, it's I don't know. So and, At any rate, what do you think Tempe's going to be? Oh, uh, I, I, I don't, I guess, I mean, I could kind of see Doctor. I'd almost be more like um, paramedic at like a Moto X event or like those people that sit on the side of the MMA UFC fights and, and quickly bandage up the guys that just had their shit handed to them by some some other guy in the ring it'll be okay honey <laughs> yeah, just, i'm gonna super glue this to this and attach that you'll be fine no your ear doesn't look like a, lo- a thing of cauliflower it's fine <laughs> you know your, your eyeball's supposed to droop like that it's all good what about trent i said something in the d- field of demolition but you have to come up with something better no well if only by demolition if he's like it's demolition by him like you know doing something badass like you know, setting explosives or operating. No, I'm um, talking like taking like a tank and like dumping it <laughs> off of a you know uh, something else and then blasting it into a skyscraper and that's how he takes it down. As long as he's actually actively in the process of doing it, <laughs> not like he pushed the button from 20 feet away and went kaboom and splat. No, he's not like the MythBuster style of doing shit. He's like he wants to be actually next to the explosion when it goes off and go, dude, I totally lost a finger on that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what he's like. I mean. As I said in the supplementary episode, he, he turned to and then promptly celebrated by breaking his arm. Yep. Today, because Tempe is agile as she is and whatnot, she was actually standing on top of the uh, Little Tykes cart we have. And so Ezra, or not Ezra, but Trent decided he wanted to do that. So he, uh, he hopped on and decided to try to, or he grabbed this. One of those lawn chairs we have, but it's like the kid size lawn chairs and stacks mm-hmm. it up next to the uh, little tax car. And then he's climbing up I onto did it. I not know about this. Well, because I, I, I had walked in from working the barbecue to get something and come back out. And I'm flipping burgers in the grill and I look over and here he is. And he, once again, he's doing that whole measuring up thing. Okay. I got this six inches off base from that thing. <laughs> if, I, if I step here and stand there and land the fall this way i should hit this spot and <laughs> hang on for dear life yeah and so that he and he was just surveying the whole thing he's like okay i, I got this and so he goes to get on the chair and the chair flips over he almost face he almost uh bashes his face into the side of the car and he goes hmm and he just kind of looks at me, and he looks at me help daddy i'm like help what he's like help up car i'm like i'm not putting you on the top of the car help i'm like no i am not gonna help you break your other arm and really have your mom pissed at me <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. You smell bad enough as it is. Oh we my don't god, that thing reeks. I know we talked about it last week, and this is all just—it's only getting worse. But it's so bad, and I tried to clean his little f- between his fingers with alcohol and a Q-tip. And it helped a little I bit. I know, but it was like black goo that was <laughs> coming out. Because the way so that because the, the one thing they tell you with a cast too is you can't get it wet. Yeah. So you have to like daintily <sighs> clean in there without actually making any of the fabric wet, but. The fact that my the favorite thing about that though is that his favorite pastime is to make you smell his cast. I know he knows that it stinks. Yep, he knows that it's got a really just god awful odor to it. So he's like, "Hey, smell well, cast." It's kind of like it's kind of like a cross between stinky socks and it's like a teenager's gym bag. Yeah, with a twang of whatever food, food he food, had that yeah. day. Yeah, yeah like, it's just really like wrong. We we had pizza last night. You can detect a hint of pizza. <laughs> it's For old, a couple of days you can smell the Nutella pizza. on it from yeah. his t- Nutella and toast. That like, was actually an improvement. I know. <laughs> oh, it smells kind of like chocolate. <laughs> it smells like chocolate. He's not think fucking guy. <laughs> it doesn't smell like feet and ass and nutsack anymore. <laughs> but he got whipped cream on it tonight when he added whipped cream and oh, strawberries, so I will <laughs> dread the sour milk smell tomorrow. Well, that's the funny thing, too, is that, that that was the one comical thing about the whole procedure is, you know, we need to do your best to keep this clean. I'm just like, really? <laughs> Have you met my son? What am I? I can't wrap it in anything because I see, you know, you, you wrap something, you know, especially human, you know, your skin, mm, it's, it's all gnarly con- and yeah. condensation. And it's even worse. I'm just like... You guys, it's 2014. You should have a better way of being able to do this without me having to, you know, have Stank Boy here chase me with his, his cask going, smell this, smell this. <laughs> so, I'm uh, sorry. I'm yawning so much. Yeah. I'm so no, I, sorry. I, I, it's all good. And actually, I've had a couple beers this episode, so I, <laughs> I, I, I really need to pee. So what we're going to do here is we're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to play some music here for you. I'm going to go take a leak and then uh, maybe grab another beer. And then we'll recoup for a few more minutes, and then we'll close out the episode and call it good. Okay. Um, Sounds like a plan to me. I've got uh, a couple of quick things to talk about that are funny. Sweet. We'll look forward to that here in a second. So, all right. We'll be back in a few. They love the taste of blood. And I don't know what that means, but I know that I mean it. Maybe they're as evil as they seem. Or maybe I only look out the window when it's scenic. Atmosphere finally made a good record. Yeah, right. That shit almost sounds convincing. The last time I felt as sick and contradictive as this was the last time we played a show in Cincy. Get real, they tell me. If only they knew how real this life really gets. They would stop acting like a silly bitch. They would respect the cock, whether or not they believed in it. Doesn't take much, and that's messed up. Because these people do a lot of simple shit to impress us. While everyone was trying to outdo the last man, I was just a ghost trying to catch some Miss Pac-Man. Hello, ma'am, would you be interested in some sexual positions and emotional investments? See, I'm not insane. In fact, I'm kind of rational. When I be asking, yo, where did all the passion go? East Coast, West Coast, down South, Midwest. Nowadays, everybody knows how to get fresh. Somebody give me a big yes. God bless America, but she stole the beef from West. Now I'm too fucked up to dance, so I'ma sit with my hand on the front of my pants. You can't achieve your goals if you don't take that chance. So go pry open that trunk and get those amps. In the days of kings and queens, I was a jester. Treat me like a god or they treat me like a leper. You see me move back and forth between both. I'm trying to find a balance, I'm trying to build a balance. In the days of kings and queens, I was a jester. Treat me like a god or they treat me like a leper. 
see me move back and forth between both. I'm trying to find a balance. I'm trying to find a balance. I'm trying to build a balance. I'm trying to find a balance. I'm trying to build a balance. So now I keep a close eye on my pets. Because they make most of their moves off of instinct and sense. It's eat, sleep, fuck, and self-defense. So straight, you can set your clocks and place bets. Wait, let's pray on a blind, deaf, dumb, dead. Hustle, maybe a couple will love what you say. MCs drag their feet across a big naked land. With an empty bag of seed and a fake shake of hand. Yeah, I got some last words. Fuck all of y'all. Stop writing raps and go play volleyball. Got a journey, the world in a hurry. Cause my attorney didn't put enough girls on the jury. Guilty of dropping these bombs in the city, but I'm innocent. Love is the motive, that's why I'm killing them. Guilty of setting my fire in all 50, but I'm innocent. Blame it on my equilibrium. In the days of kings and queens, I was a jester. Treat me like a god or they treat me like a leper. You see me move back and forth between posts. I'm trying to find a balance, I'm trying to build a balance. In the days of kings and queens, I was a jester. Treat me like a god or they treat me like a leper. You see me move back and forth between both. I'm trying to find a balance. I'm trying to find a balance, I'm trying to build a balance. I'm trying to find a balance, I'm trying to build a balance. Trying to find a balance, I'm trying to build a balance. I gotta find my balance, I gotta find my balance. And we're back. Yes, we are. So you said you had some funny stuff to talk about? Well, I mentioned that uh, Facebook group I'm on. Which um, one? The the Portland one. And I'm not going to say the name of it, but there's oh, a but Portland the, the mommy group mommy or whatever. Group one, and there's a billion. The so. one that was uh, bitching about the beer bottle. Oh, last yeah, weekend. the beer bottle lady. Yeah. Oh, that was We hilarious. talked about it last week. Okay. So, so yeah. <laughs> which, speaking of which. <laughs> this kind of ties in with this one too. Uh, Trent got got some beer this morning. Likes it. <laughs> Likes it. Yeah, I left it. You I, left your empty beer bottle on the table last night. Yeah, it had about a swig left in it. Maybe. I mean, yeah, a but, dribble. And I turn and I turn around as we're going. No, Trent. And I look, and he's putting the bottle down. He goes, "Hmm." I'm like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> <laughs> What surprised the hell out of me is that he likes it because. I mean, just does that's not, pretty rare. Does not bode well for his teenage years. No. Uh. So this, most of the time, this this message board group area is full of bitchy women, and I honestly only look at it for the uh, comedic value of the drama. But lately, it's gotten better. 
So this most recent one that I think it was Thursday that they they started was, and I'll read the exact quote here because it's cute. Um, it says, "Okay, moms, let's help a fellow mama feel better about not being perfect." Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and it says, uh, "Not feeling like cooking and ordering pizza tonight? Have you not showered in five days? Let's all admit one imperfect thing you've done lately." And there follows 175 posts in a very short amount of time. One, the unique thing about these posts, at least as far as I understood it from what you were saying, was for once these bitches weren't attacking each other. No, not even a little bit. Because normally it's just a bunch of, of just, you know, better than now cunts in this group that are like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Blah, blah, blah. My way's better. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh my God, really? And some of these are absolutely freaking hilarious. Um, I was going to read a couple of my favorites, but um, I mean, I posted on there. I forget what I put, but you know, one of those funny things. But the one about with the pregnant mom was hilarious um this one says uh it's a, this is applicable to pregnancy too in the beginning i was all like i'm only eating organic and no processed sugar mm. <laughs> yesterday for lunch i had a burger fries and a dr pepper and froyo because at 37 weeks you don't give a fuck and this is my open apology to every pregnant mama i've ever judged and i'm like oh my god a week ago if somebody had posted something like that as their original Heart, they yeah. would have gotten roast i mean just eaten alive by these oh my god do you know how bad that is for your baby you yeah. should consider alternative therapy like i mean and and it was so awesome um and then like the next day there was another post and i'm gonna try and find it really quick but um it was about a lady who have posted on our blog something about a mom she encountered so i'll try and find it really quick but um there it is i think i'm pretty close to finding it but it was like mom posts something to end the mommy wars yeah and um i thought it was good because that's kind of what's been going on a lot lately is this mom war thing oh i found it already see i'm so fast on the internet you're good at the internet (laughs) Um, so this lady posted on her blog, a dear exhausted mother who fell asleep on a bench at fun for kids. I got you. Your little girl was thirsty. I gave her water. She hit her head coming down the big purple slide. I gave her a hug. It's been an hour since you fell asleep. I won't leave until you wake up, hopefully rested and ready to face the week with the weekend with the warrior energy as mamas need to prepare parent with a smile on our faces. And basically the article goes on to say basically you know good job for not being a snark you know mm-hmm. not saying oh i saw this mom who fell asleep at the the play area the other day you know just saying oh she really needed she, to fall asleep she must be really tired you know something must be going on i'll help her out instead of bring her down yeah and i thought the whole thing was pretty awesome because we've all we've all been there we've all Turned our backs for a second and had our son break their arm. Or yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's nice to know when other people are helping you. Walk, or, or other parents are understanding and kind of having your back instead yeah, of tearing. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, there's been times where I've done stuff like that too, where I've been like, okay, I won't ever directly me big bearded dude talking to a kid. <laughs> yeah. I, I have I usually have a pretty negative response when that happens, but. <laughs> Normally, if, something, if I see something going on, if it's not life or death, yeah. I'll just be like, hey, hey I'm not trying to impose mm-hmm. here, but 
I'm afraid they're going to go like beam out of their head on that beam. They keep doing that. And then usually the person's like, oh my God, okay, thanks. And they go over there and fix it. Yeah. Now, if the kid's about ready to kill themselves, I'll usually step in. When the kid freaks out, I'll be like, dude, sorry. I was just, he was going to break his neck. I didn't want him to, yeah. that would be bad juju. So I, I did this and they're okay with it. Yeah, but, but it brought me back to when Trent fell. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a, I mean, we I know we've talked about it a bunch, but it's so fresh in my mind. When Trent fell, there was a ton of other parents at the park nobody even asked me if he was okay yeah i was sitting there freaking out thinking i was gonna have to ha- call the call 911 and have an ambulance come yeah. pick him up and nobody even came over and said hey do you need anything can i help you yeah not even a word and it was so frustrating to feel like i was all alone in a crowd of people yeah who who really all they had to do or say was you know do you need any help is there anything we can do to make this situation slightly better for you? Yeah, yeah. anything. Yep. No, I get it, and but it, part of that comes from today's society, I and know. and the fact that, for example, I shouldn't have this built-in fear that if I talk to somebody else's kid, I might be seen as a creeper, you know. <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, there's a lot of the creepers that exist that just happen to have the bearded look that I have, and so it it there's this ingrained fear that everybody has. And so it's, you know, and I'm one of those people that, for the most part, I, I like kids. I mean, if you've got a shitty kid, then no, I'm not going to like him. But I try to give the child the benefit of the doubt because nine times out of ten, well, not nine times out of ten, all the time, the kid's only shitty because the parent fucking sucks. Usually, yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Every now and then, I have met kids who I'm like, your parents are better than this. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, but those are usually still the parents that are trying to be better than this. Yeah, or or, or they're the 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 best friend type parents. You yeah. know, they don't want to actually be a parent. They want to be the kid's best friend. Then they get surprised. Well, what do you mean? You it got works for that? a while. It does the whole best friend parent thing. It works until all of a sudden it really just doesn't. No, it's that's the thing. Though, is it never works. It makes things easier for the parent for a while. It makes it less traumatic for them to deal with their children. So they think. Until the kid comes home knocked up, you know, from a rave or, you know, from getting laid at a rave or something like that. And then it's like, well, why, you why'd you do that? You sound so old when you What, laid at a rave? <laughs> getting laid at a rave. Or, you know, Don't I was, ever say rave. What is that picture? That oh, it's just one of these random background images I have. And this one, I've always well, there's thought, a penis in this one. Well, yes, <laughs> sorry, it no, caught my attention. I haven't filtered the guy's backgrounds yet. <laughs> he's got a lot of cool ones, but then this this is like a con- conceptual art thing. Yeah, and he's got one of those hyenas for nipples with rainbows shooting out of them. Yeah, and then and there's, there's the zebra with a laser beam shooting out its ass, being ridden by like one of the evil monkeys from. Uh, from it's a uh, circus monkey or an well, organ grinder well, it, type monkey but it, all, it reminds me of the monkeys from uh um, blah, 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 a little blah, blah. bit from wizard of oz that one yes a little bit but they but their heads are on fire kind of like um um uh, yeah well uh the, that ghost rider that guy yes God, we suck tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they're shooting, shooting six shooter pistols. So yeah, maybe I'll have to make this a show art so people understand what the hell it is yeah. we're talking about. But yeah. Well, the biggest, see what caught my attention was is the penis. The penis. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's, there's a, a reason why I walk corner. around you naked all the time. <laughs> there's a penis at the corner. <laughs> like, oh, a penis. <laughs> Let me see that. I'm going to play with it. 
it, just, it popped up and it was yeah, there. They, and they it was do in that my sometimes. <laughs> Penises tend to do that sometimes. Yes. I know, especially when I look at them. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, sorry. I totally lost my track. That was just. Uh, Penises throw me off. I'm sorry. Trent's got a rather keen fascination with his lately. Yes, he does. <laughs> well, and all the kids know it pretty much everything by their anatomical description. We yeah. don't use the weenie and no oh, yeah we don't we've never given them any fancy cute names or anything like that bottom yeah <laughs> like nope that's your, your butt <laughs> your bum. you've got a butt you've got a penis you've got a vagina have a fun ezra when we wrecked his mind the other day <laughs> oh, by know. letting him know that there's actually a hole in your ass because he kept associating the butt crack with where the poop comes from and like, yeah. it actually comes out of the hole what hole what hole i'm, I'm like, like you've seen trend's diapers being changed you should know this he's like no i've never looked at that <laughs> i'm like Oh, yeah. Okay. So they actually find out that he had a hole in his ass region. This is what actually I don't know how he thought he pooped. Like osmosis, the, the crack like <laughs> split apart. No, I think he was thinking it was like osmosis. <laughs> like, yeah. what was that saying from Full Metal Jacket? If God wanted you up there, he would have willed your ass up there or something like that. Same thing. It's just if you know the poop just comes you out. You sit on the toilet and it just magically your, appears. Yeah, your body wills it out, and the way it goes. So. But yeah, that was, <laughs> which then, of course, when the, the first thing I wanted to do, and this is a flashback to a mediocre show segment, is uh, I wanted to go wrecked him and dang near killed him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which he wouldn't have grasped at all. He'd no. be like, huh? And it would have only confused the situation more, so I left it alone. But I felt like pulling out a goddamn anatomy book and slapping it on the table, like, let's look this over. <laughs> I, yeah. Or his his uh, misuse of the word humping today. Oh, I know. It's Trent you, was trying Trent was trying again, to climb on top of his as foot. As far as his older brother is concerned, I know. doggy style is the only, only thing, thing that yeah. exists. Because once again, you got to get on somebody's butt and then you start doing this. And he, he was doing the motion. I'm like, uh-huh. what well, doesn't just happen on their butt? What? <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. You're, you're not old enough for this yet. Hold on, bud. Give another year or two at least. Yeah, well, what Trent was actually trying to do was sit on his foot and so have him the, jump up and down. Yeah, because we did the little yeah, like, horsey like, ride thing on yeah. our feet. Yeah. And Ezra's like, don't, don't hump my leg. I'm like, what did you just say? And he's like, he's trying to hump my leg. I'm like, no, that's first off. That's not what he was doing. Kind of like when you're teabagging. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's what he said. Well, the unfortunate thing is he knows that is what that is because his 11-year-old brother's a shithead. Yeah. And I swear to God, if I... Once again, Lord of the Flies over that fucking place. Yep. So, but... Um, yeah, don't get me started. Cause yeah, if, if let's I, not. Cause when I heard that, I just about lost it. I actually almost... And we make a very big point of not talking bad about other household members that don't belong to this household... But I almost crossed. Specifically, the we don't be we're not derogatory about his mom in front of him. Yeah, because it's just not that's rude and it's wrong. And my parents never it's did that mom. to me, and I don't want to do that to him. Anyway, I almost lost it. Yeah, I almost it was so close because having my nine year old talk about humping and teabagging in my living room on a set Saturday night was a little much for me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I think I'm pretty normal in that one. Well, at the very least, if your kids. Like for me, I'm I'm listening to him say this. I'm like, okay, what what is teabagging? He he kind of described it. I'm like, well, no, I said, here's why they call it teabagging. And I explained to him the teabag, and he's like, oh, and I'm like, see, and, and but, but 
I'd rather him know what it is and actually know what it is yeah. than just know what the word is. Well, see, what I hate is, or, or, or he knows the 12-year-old interpretation of it from what his older brothers get in junior high. And it's yeah. like, don't do junior or high they, boys and their What's grass. probably happening is they said it and they then they knew they were in trouble when he asked them to define it. And so they made up a different no, definition. So far, no. So far, all the answers are very much what I would recall middle school answers were for that kind of stuff unless you were one of the advanced kids that had already <laughs> done something which there weren't a whole lot of those around at least not when i was in school um you, you, you know we there was a very like i remember the whole what was it fifth or sixth grade when you had sex ed and talking about masturbation and some of the concepts or the precepts these people had for what you know or what it was or the funniest part was after we had this of course they split you into the boys and girls group of they course you know you got to be separate and then afterwards you know because you can't talk about penis in front of a girl or the fact <laughs> that these kids aren't going to immediately go to the girls and what did they say to you and what did they say to you <laughs> yeah. and the funniest thing i heard that come out of my school where i went oregon city once again it's kind of like you know almost like utah public schools it's very locked in but this one girl, I guess there was one girl in the class that was freaking out about what if the boy pees in me? <laughs> and the teacher was, they said, that, from what I grasped from it, the teacher's having a really hard time explaining why that's not a possibility. Not A, not a possibility. And B, yes, you do get a secretion in you, but it's not pee and just wrecked this poor girl. <laughs> and the way I am, I'm looking at this, I'm like, my parents never gave me explicit information. I, I never actually truly sat down and had the quote unquote talk with my dad. But part of that's because he, if I had questions, he just answered them. If, or if something came up and he realized, I, much like I do with Ezra, well, okay, you've obviously heard this. Let me set the record straight on what this really is so you're not making an ass of yourself. Um, but if you're going to approve your kid to go to the sex ed class, you can't use that as... Your get out of a jail replacement. Your get out yeah. of jail free card for not having to discuss. These Wait, they didn't go over this in school with you. <laughs> that or at least give the poor kids some preparation of what you're talking about. I mean, because up, up until that point, the kids never talked about sex before. This little, this poor girl literally was like uh, for like a week just distraught. She had never known any of these concepts before. <laughs> that there was a, that there was something. The reason why she had this hole in her body and that it was the way it was, and well, that a boy would actually have the audacity to stick something in there, <laughs> and it, his penis of all fucking things. Well, oh my god! I blew Tempe's mind the other day because she told me she wanted to be a mommy, and I told her, I told her that she would be someday, you know, long in the future. Blah 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 blah. And she's like, "Well, I'll have a baby in my belly, and it'll grow." And I'm like, "Yep, just like you grew in my belly." And she goes. How does the baby get out? Oh boy! And I'm like, um, and I'm like thinking to myself, you know, in my brain, I'm going, do I go with the yes, <laughs> the real option? Yes. <clears throat> so I'm like, well, I'll just tell her what what happened with her. That way, yeah. you know, you know, it makes sense because I can use a real life example. Yeah. I'm like, well, when I had you, they actually had to to cut cut me open to get you out, and she, or she went pale. Like I saw the oh. the blood drain from her face. She's like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "Well, they they made it so that it wouldn't hurt, and they uh, they put me in a surgery room, kind of like when you had your eye surgery." And the doctor, you remember your, your doctor, the same ba- doctor that had helped me with Trent. And she goes, "Yeah, yeah." I'm like, "Well, he cut open my tummy, and they they pulled you out," and she was just mouth agape, eyes wide, completely pale, like. 
I changed my mind. I don't want to be a mommy. No shitting you. She said those exact words. I'm like, oh, honey, it's fine. It's totally worth it. And I wouldn't trade you for the whole entire world. It doesn't mm-hmm. hurt. I had you and everything was fine. And that's not the way it always happens. And, and then you I lied to her. It doesn't hurt. I know. But what was I supposed Sucks. to say? And I'm not lying. It didn't hurt to have the incision done. No, shit hurt afterwards. <laughs> yes. As soon as those drugs were off. I know. Oh, boy. And I, uh, being the husband in the situation and being the guy that I am and liking to crack jokes and whatnot, I was, I, there was times where things would be getting a little rough in the recovery and all that. And so I'd be like, oh, I'm going to make light of the situation and make you laugh. And I would. Yep. And you're like, don't make me laugh. And you start crying. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth, worse with Trent because that's when I was throwing up mm-hmm. after the surgery. Like yeah. I couldn't even... Well, yeah, for whatever reason, the the drugs hit you hard that time. Well, it's because they kept giving me more. They should have known better. I kept saying yeah. it hurt, and they kept giving me more drugs. And then I say it hurt, and they gave me more drugs. And I say it hurt, and they gave me more drugs. And then by the time I was like, oh, my God, you gave me too much drugs, it was way too late. <laughs> That's because, nor- well, think back to that one time we went to the ER when you were having your gallbladder issues. Yeah. And there was that lady that was wailing. I've never heard a sound out of it. A human or an animal or any other beast combined that sounded like this over some stomach pains. And I think yeah. if I remember correctly from when I heard it when I was all the way out, she was like constipated. Yeah. I'm like, if you having a turd stuck <laughs> gives you that bad, how the fuck can you handle anything else? I mean, yeah. if you, if you, and she was just, Aah! and her, and looking at her boyfriend or her husband or significant <laughs> other, whoever that poor guy was. He was like, would you please stop? I'm trying to talk to the lady. I can't fucking hear her. And he was trying not to lose his shit. He's like, I know this hurts. My God, get yourself together. And I felt for the poor guy because I'm one of those high threshold of pain kind of dudes. And, you know, yeah, basically, if if I'm not talking, that means it really fucking hurts. And just get me something, ice, beer, you know, something to make it go away. Um, But, yeah, so you lied. You lied to your daughter about the fact that it didn't hurt. I lied because she was so heartbroken because five minutes ago she wanted to be a mom and now she found out it hurts and so she didn't want to do it anymore. Yes, you are a parent. You are the wrecker of dreams. It's part of your job. But she's only four. Yeah, she'll get past it though. I think she'll forget the whole conversation and move on. No, she still remembers that damn cat of hers that we had from like two years ago. (laughs) And when are we going to go see the cat again? I know. We had that cat. It's been almost three years since we had that cat. Yeah, the little bitch. And Not the girl, the cat. The cat. Oh, Oh my God. That was the worst cat ever. Okay, not the worst cat ever. I've seen worse. But the worst cat we've ever had. And I had actually had a discussion about this with somebody at work the other day about um, I'm not a cat person. I don't mind cats. I will tolerate cats, but the cats that I get along with best are the ones that are dogs. And I, and I say that, but I actually had a cat that was, you would call Most him, he'd like come. A dog. Yeah. You'd tell him to sit, he'd sit. You'd tell him to get down, he'd get down. And he, he behaved like a dog. Mm-hmm. Perfect cat. But a cat cat, the, the you know, you shout about down to me and, and pet me when you want. Like the Matthew Inman no. cats? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bobcat. No, see, I could work no, with no, some no, bobcats. No, no but... No, maybe it's not that. The oatmeal. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not the oatmeal that does it. There's something about cats that like get up in your face, put your their butt in your face, and well, like Jake's cat that wouldn't leave him alone and kept. No, see, but in in that respect, it was cute because it was he was rubbing on him. He was being. He was like mm-hmm. nose. I can understand that. That's okay. That's not a big deal. But it's like these little 
plotting motherfuckers that like to twist and turn it out of your feet as you're walking down a staircase. It's, yeah, it's much like the oatmeal says, they're murderous little bastards. And <laughs> the only good cat is a dead kid. No. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Jake, I'm kidding. Um, so, no, more like Alyssa, he's kidding. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> but how do we even get off into that little tangent about cats? Because and, she keeps remembering oh, about the cat. Yes, she remembers about the cat. So We in, were in the car the other day and she's like, what are we going to go see my cat? Because mm-hmm. we gave the cat to one of your co-workers. Mm-hmm. Who, who, by the way, they're getting along gr- swimmingly. And uh, in fact, it was so funny because the one time I did don't take... Don't say her name. I'm not. The one time <laughs> I was saying the one time I did take Tempe to go visit the kitty uh-huh. cat, um, we got to her house, walk in. I sit down and I start, and when she's petting the cat and I'm petting the cat, then I start to talk and all of a sudden the cat recognizes me and her mood, just like a light switch, she flicked and she became this raging cunt. She was hissing <laughs> and, and stomping around the house and then she she made the mistake of trying to kind of go after Trent, which you know me, and, and I had warned Ash or this person about this. Um, <laughs> fuck it, I'm going to say she doesn't work there anymore, Ashley. <laughs> I warned Ashley about this that... uh. Um, basically what it comes down to is, is that if this happens, you will see me plant your cat in the floor with my hand, mm-hmm. not in a bed, not in a hard way, but just, I will stop him from getting after my, and then I, so I did, I, I grabbed her and I just kind of slammed her down and I picked her up by the nap of the neck and I picked her up and I'm like, you don't do that. And yelled at her and set her down. And then she went and hit and actually opened the cabinet door to the sink, <laughs> crawled in there. And this cabinet actually went back down the cupboard into a corner where you couldn't get to her. And that's where she stayed the rest of the trip. So Tempe was devastated because the damn cat wouldn't come back out to see her again i'm like i'm sorry honey but she tried to bite your brother and no that's the whole fucking reason we got rid of the damn thing in the first place because <laughs> yeah. either she's gonna stop biting people or i was gonna have to go outside and snap her neck and i really didn't want to do that yeah. i didn't say snap her neck yeah. to the kid because i would just freak him out but i love animals animals are great but i will not tolerate an animal that's going to attack my children period in the statement yeah. i will end them before anything else no i don't go for that bullshit you got to just find a way to adopt uh uh-uh. if i got an animal in my house that's going to kill one of my or my kids even. or hurt maim that animal will either learn their place or, or we'll get rid of i mean we we've had this happen with the cat we founded a new home we, yes, we, we just couldn't oh, but only because she didn't cross that threshold right had she crossed the threshold of actually injuring one of the children it would have been a 22 to the head. And that might piss some people off. I'm sorry, but I don't... I don't think it would get that far. No, it would. I don't have any qualms with... No, I'm just saying we we are responsible enough to see those problems oh, yeah, before yeah. they happen. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I misunderstood what you were saying there. Yeah. No, I'm just saying I, I have no qualms with, you know, it's much like with Max. You know, I scared the living Jesus out of him the first time he went after Ezra and never did it again. Yeah. Never. So... Anything else funny you had to talk about there, babe? On that happy note of... 22s in the cat. <laughs> One eight seven with my gun in your mouth, food. <laughs> um, I'm thinking over my list of things to talk about, but I think that's pretty much it. Well, and I do have this CNN article I want to talk about, but honestly, I read that on Tuesday, and now I've kind of forgotten about it. You just read it, though. Yeah. So if I remember correctly, it was basically... The sc- school program. Brains? Well, yeah, it, but it was. Don't a sc- do that. No, but it was. A, <laughs> it's a school program where they facilitate. They instead of assigning the kids these defined projects, you have to do this, and mm-hmm. it has to be about this, and you've got to make it like this, and it's got to fit this nice little prepackaged box that allows me to grade you just ever so and say you're awesome because you do exactly what the man wants you to do, or oh god, you don't follow the rules, you suck. To how about you come up with a project? You you find something that interests you. 
and then you, here's here's the rough outlines of what you need to do with this. But otherwise, this needs to be something to interest you. Find a topic, do your research, present your information, come back to me and give me a good presentation, and tell me about this topic, so on it's and so forth. It's what the science fair used to be. Yeah, before I got all stupid. Bitchy. I hate. I officially refuse to participate in any future science fairs. I I mean, mm-hmm. I've actually read a lot about this since mm-hmm. we've had the debacle last year, and I well, two years ago, but yeah, two, yeah. Um, there will be no future science fairs. If it comes down to he's assigned a science fair project, we will tell them he will not be doing it. And we have the right to. And yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. Because it's not going to happen again. Yeah. I will not do it. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll judge the project when it comes along. I mean, if I can if I can get the kid a chance to do a project and it doesn't get hijacked by somebody else in the class because his teacher thing is a, is a raging lunatic bitch. Did we ever actually discuss this in any of the previous episodes? Probably not, but I think we should save it. Okay. Next show. But science fairs suck. Just officially (laughs) science fairs suck. They sucked when I was a kid and they suck now and I hate them. I, mine were okay. I hate them. But then again, I kind of like science too. So I like science. I love science. I came up with a really awesome invention in seventh grade, and they gave me a D on my project, even though it was fully awesome. Now, did they try to claim that you couldn't have done it without a parent? It was somebody like a parent did it for you. No, they claimed I stole the idea. It was an mm-hmm. invent. We could do an invention mm-hmm. instead of a science. A, yeah. A, a, uh, experiment yeah. and I invented something that I thought was really cool and y'all are going to think I'm totally stupid but uh, it was the triple bladed windshield wiper oh that's cool I, I, I could actually no, I can totally see why you would have done that as a kid and yeah. thought and, I, and no, thought totally, that was a good idea mm-hmm, Yeah. so I actually bought windshield wipers and I m- made a triple bladed I, I manufactured a triple bladed windshield wiper and had it as my thing and i had a display and i had all this stuff and they said that it already existed and I still, this, what, seventh grade yes and they actually they did they were double bladed at the time they weren't triple but i could see yep and it's true that, it is true there was a product but i didn't know that before i did it so why should that have been held against me it shouldn't have i'm not saying it should have i'm just saying i now that you no, i get it i so. know i seem awfully worked up over this over no i know because that i'm 20 years ago. I, no i'm equally worked up because it's one of those things that How's the how, how's the best way to put this? It's one of those things that it's why people get jaded in life because you put your heart and soul in it. There was no lack of work there. It wasn't like you were slacking off, but because there are so many jerk offs that slack off in this world, mm-hmm. you had to get you know. And it's it's one of those tough lessons to learn that you know. But at the same time, I think it, you know it you're held to, be, to the lowest standard, your lowest possible common denominator. Yeah. Instead of you know actually whether or not you put the time forth, you know, because somebody could tell whether or not you built this thing yourself, and it was a sixth grade that clutched it together with some duct tape, billion wire, and toothpicks, or they went out and bought a product that was already pre-designed like this. Because no, I'm they sorry, didn't you say that have, I had bought the thing, no, but, but but they said that the idea had, and, and it doesn't really matter. Yeah, because no, there's no it, because never before in the t- history of this world or this universe or whatever has anybody ever come up with the same, same thing, thing. <laughs> at the same time. No, never were there two people that were working on theories Ask of electricity. Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. It's never happened before. You're, I know. That's a bad, bad example because I only. I'm not gonna nerd out in that one. Not, not this time, anyways. <laughs> I was wondering if I could see get the vein to pop out. Yeah, of no, your no, forehead. no. That's that's just a. <laughs> Microsoft is a blatant copier, and and Apple is too. Steve, but at least Steve owned that shit. 
Bill, on the other hand, is like, no, 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 it was my idea, my idea. I, I did that. Yeah, no, totally. I didn't go out and buy that operating system and then just put my name on it. Mm-mm. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I digress. He did. He did it well enough to be. The oh, way don't he's don't now. even. No, I, I I never have hated on Bill Gates for not being an absolute fucking genius as far as business goes. Yeah, his business sense was legit because there's a reason why he's a billionaire that lives to give his money away now and just does you know human awesome aid shit. Mm-hmm. But to do that, you've also got to be kind of one of those shitty corporations too, and so he had that shit down pat. But well, like with Ezra, literally. We presented, we, we came up with a full-fledged idea, laid out all everything for it, and she said it was too complicated for a fourth grader to do, and then turned around and gave that exact project to somebody else in her in the class. Mm-hmm. And the only, Who happened to be female. The only thing that was different about it was that I was actually going to take, because it was basically we were going to measure, how, how or we were going to talk about how does an electric company or how does a utility me- measure the electricity flow in your house mm-hmm. and, the, and the theories behind that. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason I pulled that was because it's something that I've recently learned and I can help Ezra figure these things out. Not, I, And I refuse to be one of those parents that does the project for him. Mm-hmm. But he was interested by it. He's kind of been asking me questions at the time about what I did and the fact that I was doing sales for electric metering and whatnot. And, and it's an interesting concept. If you look at the way this is done, it's one of those things that if you're one of those people that's technically minded, you're like, wow, somebody actually took the time to figure that the fuck out. Hats off to them because Jesus, <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. But um, because of this job that I have, I have access to old used meters and I grabbed one and we we're going to build a little device with an actual meter that you would find like on the side of your house. And we were going to be able to put different loads on it, like a vacuum cleaner or a light or whatever. And the, and show via the, the difference in the spinning of the disc, how it worked. The one minor tweak they made to this is that they had her use the existing meter that was on the side of her house, and then they just flicked different switches or turned different things on inside the house, mm-hmm. which, if you look at this empirically, as, from, as far as like a science perspective goes, not an accurate fucking... And once again, this is a fourth grade science project, and I'm probably getting a little too anal about this <laughs> here, but it's not an accurate way to do this, because yeah. in a house, there's always something drawing electricity, Whereas in this particular case, you could shut it you were, completely off. It was going to be turned completely off, and you could actually stop the flow and show that even though there's supply there, but what really bothered because there's me no demand, it's not coming across. The teacher there. said that the reason she couldn't, it, that Ezra couldn't it do it, is because no, 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 that and there's a device that measures that already that you can get from the power company called a kilowatt that you can plug it for one thing. I know, but that's what she said mm-hmm. is well, you can just buy a device like that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, so he shouldn't. You can he shouldn't buy a battery, yeah. so he shouldn't find out how solar power works. Like that, it's another one of those. You know, if it weren't for, well, no, it's another one of those. If people always took that, well, there's already one of these out there. We shouldn't ever look yeah. at this. Then there wouldn't be any because b- batteries are a perfect example. Yeah. Well, we've got alkaline batteries out there. We don't need rechargeables. We don't need you know, okay. So then we have rechargeables. We've got the nickel metal hydride. There's no reason to look at the nickel cadmium or the lithium ions because yeah. you know what the fuck they've been working just fine. Yeah. So what if they get a memory and you have to throw them out for two years and you know no big deal, you know if it's that kind of concept that as far as a scientist goes we just piss them off because the, then you'll never find anything. Yeah. Well, we've got AIDS mostly under control and they've got drugs for this. So why would we actually try to cure the fucking disease? Fuck them. They shouldn't have got it in the first place that's the kind of mentality it was and say like, no no the you. kind of mentality was what it really boils out to is she was a sexist bigoted 
bitch. You know, she was probably somebody whose pussy hadn't seen a dick. For I about don't 15 even want to know. You have to blow but I know that she was before. sexist. I know, and I heard this from so many yeah, other people. She favored females. She favored girls. She would. She looked down on boys. She she treated them like shit, and everybody knew it. And I shouldn't have let him be in her class, and I let it go because she was my teacher when I was a kid, and I hated her. Absolutely hated her. We thought that maybe a little but more I, regimented yeah. class might help Ezra. And it turns out it wasn't a more regimented class. It was like some Hitler-style fucking bullshit as far as classroom, you know. I wouldn't go that far. But it was bad. She wouldn't let him sharpen his fucking pencil. Like I said, Hitler-style bullshit. It's all manipulation and control. I, she took away his pencil sharpener because he, quote-unquote, sharpened it too often. Well, that I can actually probably see. It's probably possible, but... Because Ezra does a lot of stuff too much. I know. <laughs> You're just like, like tonight, you were downstairs losing it because he was doing, I don't remember what it was he was doing, but like, you're like, do you really have to always just keep repeating that same thing? Oh, you, you, I got, I got it. You said this. You don't have to keep saying it over and over and over. And he was just like, <laughs> so he does, he does kind of do that. So I get it, but she was a cunt. So yes. <laughs> both things true. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So. Yeah. And people try to blame it on the fact that, you know, her husband had passed some years prior and yeah. and but she remarried at that point in time, you know. Well, that's when I would I, I the year I had her class. That's what it was. You you you, you guys try to chalk it up to the fact that yeah. she was having a So rough I year. I honestly thought that might have been it. Yeah. But then my my little brother had her uh after she was remarried and he turned her into this on accident for being on her cell phone during class. Nice. A lot. I don't think it's on accident. I'm sorry, but JD is a little punk like that. I love the kid to death. He wasn't then though. He- no, he he's always been one of the, he's always been the type that if you get to do something he's not getting to do, that's not okay to him. Doesn't matter the reason why. Doesn't matter if there's a methodology behind it. Fairness has always been something. But it's not always forefront. it's not always even fairness per se. It's His of, view of fairness to him it's unfair. If you're doing something and he can't, that's unfair to him. Mm-hmm. Whether or not there's a good reason is invalid. Yeah. <laughs> but at any rate, he he turned her in, reported her. Maybe he told mom and mom. I don't know. But at some at some point, she got in trouble for being on her cell phone during class time all the time. Yeah. And then when we moved into that district, I'm like, oh, it'll be no problem. And then it was a big problem. Yeah. So, there's that. Yeah. yeah but he's in a good school now. Good, yeah. You're getting good grades. Like the teacher. Doing awesome. Yeah, he just did his uh, standardized tests. And he and actually passed everything. Great. Yeah. So, and much like... I saw a meme. Uh, I know it was like a non-sequitur t- little cartoon that says... It looks like a guy sitting down at an interview and the interview is going, so what real world skills do you have? And the guy goes, tests. I can take tests. I'm really good at tests. Just put it down test in front of me and I can ace that test every any day of the week. Tests, lots of tests. Which is a sad, sad state of affairs. And that's what, part of the reason why I do what I do with my kids as far as what I teach them or how I teach them to do certain things. Because, like, the way they teach math right now. Oh, I know. Oh, don't get me started. It's straight up. It, it, it's, I have a friend who homeschools her kids. And it's legitimate. It's common le- core stuff on Legitimately retarded. Yeah. I mean, like, legitimately. When, since when do you add numbers to something to subtract them. <laughs> and I'm not even fucking kidding here. I know. Well, you didn't help him with his math homework on Wednesday. What was what what debacle did you have to do? Because I helped him with what one previous. It events. has a picture of three 
triangles mm-hmm. and it says something about something about why it does this triangle have to be why does this and it says this why does this triangle have to be like the second triangle yeah only it does not really clear about which one is the quote unquote first and which one is quote unquote the second and the answer is because it is like it the answer to the question is because that's the way you wrote the question <laughs> like it, it doesn't make, because the person who wrote this book has a real big ego trip like i couldn't the, it didn't even make any sense the way they worded it and, and ezra's like well what's the answer and i'm like the answer is because it can like it there is no answer. So I came up with this bullshit long-winded answer to put down on the paper. And I guess it worked. <laughs> and then the other one, the second one was, um, will this something, something triangle do something, something, something? And he put yes. And it was marked wrong. And he was supposed to correct it for his homework. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so what's the answer? I'm like, you put yes. And that was wrong. So I'm assuming the answer is no. <laughs> and he's like, well- you got, you've got a 50-50 shot here, kid. <laughs> Just just straight deduction. If yes wasn't the right answer, perhaps you let the teacher go no. If that doesn't work, you might be able to move into maybe. maybe. But there's usually not a maybe in math. You've always got a definitive yes or a no or an X or a Y or whatever, you know? And I hate math. I mean, I've always hated math. I can I can do math just fine. But once and you see, reach a certain level, I'm like, fuck it. I'm getting a calculator. See, well, for, unfortunately for him, he's inherited his mother's math skills, and, which were not gravy at all. I the same way. I can do math all day long. You give me a math problem, I'll figure it out. I don't enjoy it. It's not something I've ever really liked to do. I would contest that answer. But I, I would do it. You would what? I would contest that uh, reply from you. Now, the me, <laughs> I'm not talking about this new age hippie dippy <laughs> bullshit math now, where they want you to subtract these two numbers. But to do that, you need to add numbers to them first because it's easier to subtract. Numbers that are like, help me with this because I still don't fucking no, fully grasp. I, it, I understand it in the way that it's stupid. Um, they, if you they, need they, to, like, if you need to add, if you need to subtract, like eighteen minus seven, right? Would that work? No, like uh, make it simpler, like seven from twelve. Mm-hmm. If you made it, uh, made twelve into twenty, mm-hmm. and seven into ten. Mm-hmm. Then it would be 10 and then you'd only have to minus 12 and 10 and 10 and 7. So you've already lost me. I know because it's dumb. Yeah. So but it's, but our, it's making it so that you're you're boiling the numbers down to eat quote unquote easier equations. But it's just way easier if you go if you memorize, you know. 10. No, but seriously, once again, now you've kind of got me, you've piqued my interest, and I want the listeners to understand this. So, what, you, what, you, what two numbers? You said 12 and 7, right? Yes. Answer should be 5. Yes. Easy. Done. Yes. Right? No big deal. Right. But they want you to add 8 to 12, right? Yeah. To get to 20. From what I understand. To get to 20. Yeah. And then 3 to 7 to get to 10. Yeah. So, then you take 20 minus 10 is 10. Yeah. Right? And then you've added 3 and 8, but that makes 12. <laughs> Where do you get the five? How do you, how do you end up with five? And then do you divide it by two because you just were subtracting two numbers? This is the type of shit they're teaching the kids in the school today. And it's like really, and so Ezra gets. And the funny thing is, Ezra will get defiant with me about this. He won't know the answer. He won't know how to do the problem. But I, the way I'm showing him is wrong. And I'm like, finally, I'm like, 
no, I'm going to tell you this honestly. What they're teaching you to do is wrong. Now, because this is what you've been taught to do, you understand it better than I do. That's fine. But check this action out, and I'll knock a problem out. I'm like, this is how it's actually supposed to be done. Mathematically, this is correct. This is exactly how you do this. When he you, was doing long division, I'm like, yeah. you've got to be kidding me. All you do is this, 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 and this. And he's like, oh. That's so much easier, yeah. <laughs> but instead, they have him, you know, taking the over the river and through the woods, their grandmother's house we go method instead of oh, just taking the, division, the road. the long division thing was weird. Yeah, they have him, like, draw, I mean... Because for us, it was always, you know, you took the, did this go into this? No, does it go into that? Yeah, okay, how many times? This many times. Okay, do this, subtract from that, drop the number down, bring the zero, boom, 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 done. Problem solved. Easy. No, on this one, I was like, so, you know, first off, what's the wind speed like today? Is it, is it, is it a cold day, sunny day? How are you feeling? How are you feeling today? Because this is rate, going to affect the answer. Rate your mood from it, one to did ten. Did you have a healthy breakfast? Did it rain on you on your way into school? Because if it did, that might change the outcome. The fuck it will. It's numbers. You take this number from this number or this number plus this number, it's always going to equal the same fucking thing. I don't care if a butterfly flap its rings in fucking Toronto, Canada. It's not going to make 12 minus 7 equals 6. That doesn't fucking work. So stop with the nanny pammy bullshit and just show my kid how 12 minus 7 equals 5. But I don't add know. first. Don't do this. 12, 7, 5. No, I'll tell you Simple the most frustrating problem. thing that I've experienced through the whole math, quote unquote, new math shit that they've done. Nobody ever explained to Ezra that division is the opposite of multiplication. Yeah, Or addition is the opposite of subtraction. <laughs> Nobody ever explained that. I busted out PEMDAS. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally with him. He's like, who's Sally? You don't have an Aunt Sally. I'm like, oh my fucking God. They haven't taught you this yet? What? And I was like, oh God. Oh no, my head. My head's going to explode. I'm going to kill somebody. And part of this is because he went to a really shitty fucking school when I first put him into school. Uh-huh. And I had to fight his fucking mother to get him out of there. And I'm like, no, this school sucks. It fucking blows. I shouldn't have to tell the teacher how to do their fucking job. That's what they fucking get paid for. It's what they went fucking went to school for. You teach children. And if you can't do that, then you shouldn't fucking be there. He's so got his rage face Oh, my on, God. People. Well, I'm sorry, but this is the same thing. Three weeks from the end of the school year, we're going to strike. Why are we going to strike? Because two fucking years ago, the, the goddamn uh, school board didn't give us a contract that gave us what we want. But now, three weeks before the school is going to end, we're going to f- possibly stop seniors from graduating because, oh, boo-hoo, we're getting treated fucking poorly. Wah, wah, wah. Finish the fucking three years out, then strike and say you're not coming back for next year. Boom. Or better yet, two fucking years ago, when you had the fucking problem, that's when you raise it. What are you teaching kids? Okay, you know what? Just put up with it. Just put up with it. And then finally, when you can't take anymore, just quit. No, fuck that. Sometimes you can't quit. Sometimes you just got to power through shit and fucking move on. That's called fucking life. And I don't need you teaching my kids that life can be taught. It can be solved by just quit. Give up. It's okay. They're treating you poorly. Oh, they shouldn't do that. The world should be fair. The world's not fair. If the world wasn't fair, we wouldn't lose fucking 777 jet airliners. We wouldn't have kids that are getting ran over when they're playing in a pile of leaves because some dumb fuck you know, wanted to go run their car through the pile of leaves. Or even worse, the dumb fuck father would let their kids play in a pile of leaves who's in the fucking street, all right? If the world wasn't fair, Hitler would have never fucking happened. People wouldn't get raped. But guess what? The world's not fair. So fucking learn to deal with it. Just learn to fucking deal with it. Teach your kid how to deal. They're going to get fucked over at some point in their life. And you know what? And actually, I think this ties back to that article I was talking about. They're saying that these kids have to learn that sometimes the world is going to drop trowel and take a giant stinky fucking shit and drop it right in their fucking head like they're the world's latrine. 
and your kids need to go, well, that wasn't fair. You shouldn't have done that. You suck. Or they could fucking wipe the shit off and move the fuck on. Without a punishment for having failed. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, in this situation, on these projects, they're not. No, no, I'm not, not saying that failure. Yeah, yeah, they're not. Being. No, yeah, no. I'm sorry, I wasn't sure where you're going with that there. No, yeah, basically not punish. You know, because pun- there's actually fa- punishment for failure. The article is talking about. Do this. Try it. It's an experiment. If it works, great. If not, learn from it. Yeah, that's fucking awesome because you're teaching your kid, person, your child. You're not always going to do something right. You're not always going to do things correctly. Or even if you are doing things correctly, some numbshed over here who isn't fucking, who was supposed to be watching you because of the safety procedure, but was too busy getting his fucking dick wet last night and stayed out late and got drunk. And now he's hung over and he's not paying attention to what you're doing. Didn't realize that you forgot to shut off the power. And then you go and touch this and fucking fry yourself. That kind of shit happens all the time. It's called, you know, the human fucking element. And these failures, you know, so sometimes even when you're doing things correctly, shit's still going to go wrong. And if your kids can't handle that, then you're going to get these people that think that everything should be tailored so that, they, that failure can't happen. And that's not how things go. Now, does that mean we should excuse shitty fucking behavior? No. Should we excuse people who abuse the system or, or are or take advantage of other people? No. But you still have to have this ability as a person to be able to overcome and understand that I am going to get fucked over sometimes and I can either make good of the situation and come out of it a stronger, better person and have learned something or I can roll over my back and whine and piss myself and wait for mommy and daddy to come fucking save me. And guess what? Mommy and daddy are going to be dead and six feet under getting worms up their ass at some point and they're not going to be able to save you then. What are you going to do then? Who are you going to go to then for help? Who's going to come fucking rescue you then? Nobody. Knowledge. I just dropped a bunch of fucking knowledge on you people. Sorry, but I'm a little drunk and I'm a little pissed. So it's just ridiculous. And so, I mean, and I... I, I'm so sorry I brought it up. (laughs) I'll never talk about it again, I swear. No, but it just pisses me (laughs) off because there's no reason for it. There's no fucking reason that these kinds of things should go this way. There's no reason why little Johnny should be able to punch my kid and then my kid defends himself and gets in trouble for defending himself. So you're telling me that my son should sit there and let, his, get, let him get his ass kicked. And somehow at some point in time, the fucking world's going to work it out. And Johnny's going to get his when it, when it comes to him. No. Because if that were the case, then you wouldn't have these rich motherfuckers and these corporations that are constantly fucking over the people that work underneath them. And are actually bringing in the money while they sit in their offices, you know, drinking and doing their, you know, having the good old life and ride on private jets and whatnot while somebody's busting their ass working three jobs trying to fucking make it in this world. That's little Johnny. Little Johnny became a fucking CEO because he world learned that if he fucks people over. No one's going to stand up to him. And at some point in time, if he just keeps fucking people over, he can just fuck his way up to the top and he's going to be top dog and make all his money while other people are getting nailed over. And let me just for the record say that rich, old, white. Oh my God. Your suck. redneck fucking cousin. <laughs> your redneck motherfucking cousin. I don't want to get into it. I just wanted to no, put some solidarity out there. your redneck motherfucking cousin. Just wanted to put some solidarity No, out there. And what it was, the exact quote was, most rich old yeah. white people suck. Which is the truth. If you look at our Congress, you look at anything that's going on right now, most rich old people, white people suck. You know, we've got people in office right now that are don't know how the fucking internet works, but they're trying to pass laws about the fucking internet. 
They don't realize that when they're using their phone and they're looking up a web page, that is the internet. <laughs> that's how that's coming to them. It's not like it's magically being handed to them <laughs> by some fucking towel boy who's in the bathroom waiting to wipe his ass. No, that is the internet, but they don't have no clue how it works, but they're going to pass a law on it. Really? No. So you, your brother posted that. Yeah. That mo- most most rich old white men suck. And it's the fucking truth. And then your redneck brother, may I remind you that we come from a long lineage of rich white men and blah, 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 blah. The fuck you do? You come from a long, from a long lineage of inbred fucking rednecks. Not from, let me, let me rephrase this, not from your side per se. I'm talking about from his point of view. Yeah. His, I've seen his father's family. <laughs> I've seen the pictures. There is a fucking filter that needs to be applied to that gene pool. Let me tell you what, number one. Number two, the couple people should have just been swallowed rather than born, himself included. And he's going to hop on there and make these ignorant fucking comments. The, the same person who wanted to have a second child because the first child was born with fucking problems. What I don't, even, I don't think they have a classification for what's wrong with this poor kid. That's how fucked up his genes are. And I'm sorry for this kid because God, it's, it's, it's horrible. Because he's so sweet. and it's He's not such a little fault. sweetheart. He's such an awesome child. If you just sit down and talk to him, uh-huh. which his fucking parents won't do. So they started humping it out so they can have a normal child. And the second one comes out like premature and dies in the hospital. And there's, or was it the, was it the second one? Yeah. And all this bullshit, right? And so then, you know, boo-hoo, poor, woe is me, blah, blah, blah. While his parents are the ones taking care of his firstborn kid so they start humping it out again and they finally have this third kid in hopes that it'll be normal and i haven't even met this one but i'm sure it's probably got like cloven fucking hoods or whatnot no. is she Let okay me for the record she's she's perfectly fine she's very healthy and happy and i'm willing to bet she gets more attention than the other one does actually okay so i'm i i try strive for honesty and all i yeah, say please and do because do. if i'm wrong i'll fucking own it they it flipped a switch in them Good. They're, they That's turned good. into but really, really good parents. Except for the fact they're still shitty fucking moviegoers. They're still shitty fucking... They sat behind me in the movie theater a couple weeks ago and I just about wanted to And that is enough to much of them classify them as fuck-offs. So no, they're back, they're back to sucking still. I don't think that they're good people still, but at the very least they've, they have become better parents to their firstborn. And Which is a good thing. That is... In because and of itself is a good quite thing. quite frankly, having their his dad being any kind of parent to anybody, him, him or otherwise, yeah. is scary in itself. If I ever see that guy on the street, I'll, mm, there's a whole there's a whole world of pain waiting for that little fuck. Um, but yeah, so but, it, but really, this is it's what it goes down to. It's it's like that, okay? Your kid's not taking care of their kid, so what do you do? You step in and take care of their child? No, you put your foot in your kid's ass and you wear him like a fucking boot until he figures it the fuck out. But no, you need to you you made this thing. You made you chose to, you know, fuck the bearded lady. Now you got to actually have kids. You've got a kid that you had with her. You need to actually be able to do something about this. You need to take care of this child cuz it's not the child's fault that you decided to go hump it out and you didn't have protection. It, he did nothing to deserve this. Pull your head out of your ass. And you know, you see this all the time. The teen mom, the MTV bullshit. You know, the grandparents always step in and take care of the kid. No, slap your... First off, you probably didn't, you know... You probably didn't slap them enough Slap them around enough when they were younger. And no, I don't advocate child abuse, but there is a certain extent where you have to do that. You, there's got to be firm lines. However you want to lay those lines in, that's fine. But you've got to have firm... You will not do this. And if you go past this, there will be a consequence. And then when they pass that, you lay that consequence down like it came from... If you believe in him, God him fucking self or Allah or whatever it is you believe in. If you want to say karma came back and bit them in the ass, fine. Karma did it, ran over their dogma, whatever. I don't care. But 
there's got to be when there's got to be these definitive lines. But the problem is you didn't do that when they were kids. And so now they're not doing it. And then you're stepping in to rescue them. Once again, stop fucking rescuing them. Teach them to rescue themselves. Teach them to know that, yes, it's okay to seek help from others. But at the same time, ultimately, when it comes right down to it in the grand scheme of things, if you can't rely upon yourself, you're going to be fucked in the zombie apocalypse. Done. It's it's good right there. All right, because ain't nobody gonna help you out in the zombie apocalypse, but you. If you, you know, when it comes down to it, if it comes down to me getting eaten or his ass getting eaten, I'm tripping you, fucker. <laughs> you're going down. I'm gonna continue on. And if you're gonna sit there and cry, that's not fair. You're just gonna be crying. It's not fair while you fucking eat your brains. <laughs> All right. So get over it. Pick your ass back up. Yeah, I tripped you. Try to one up me on the next time around. Move the fuck on. It's it. Rant over. Or in, you know, code slash rant. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Are you back with us again? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't left. <laughs> Never left. But it's just, it, but ignorance pisses me off. I know. And ignorance about parenting. And I'm not perfect. I am not the perfect parent. I'll never claim to be the perfect parent. But God damn it, I'm not going to raise retards. How's that? They might be, you know, we might, we might be considered what's what, like the Simpsons, what the dysfunctional family, but you know what? They'll be able to function themselves. I believe that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Would you like to know the bad word of the day? Or oh, the uh, creative custom word of the day? Yes. Yes. What is it? Rooster Jacker. Rooster Jacker. That's what your cousin is. <laughs> I know where he lives. I know his history. That's part of his problem. <laughs> Spent a little bit too much time on the fucking farm playing with farm animals. Okay. I think I lost it there for a second. So on that note. On that note. We want to thank you again for listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Uh, so sorry. I'm so sorry. We have a, we can be found online at www.badparentingpodcast.com. Send us an email, grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. Uh, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash badparentpodcast. We're on Twitter at badparentpcast. Uh, we are available on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. Please do subscribe. Leave us some reviews. We've actually got, received a couple of reviews on iTunes. Thank you for those of you that have done that. We really appreciate it. It's good to have the feedback. Continue to give us some reviews. We would appreciate to hear from you. You can comment on our website. We do have a view. I mean, I've, I've set up this nice. I, guys, I've worked. I, I've, I've toiled and I've shed blood, sweat, and motherfucking tears for you guys. All right. So help me out and just give me a little something, something, and leave me some love on the website or let me have a review on iTunes, something. Just, just throw me a bone here, okay? Or you can call in and leave us a voicemail at 503 609 0375. Jody, is there anything else you'd like to have or add to this conversation for the night? No. Are you sure? Except, I'm sorry. Nothing to apologize for. That was probably one of the best rants I've ever been on the show. Hopefully I can have another one that's equally as great as that because I I think, not to toot my own horn, but doot doot, it was pure gold, all right? (laughs) I'm sorry. I promise. I'm going to drink more often on this show. Well, I was supposed to drink on this show. No, I like that idea. I'm I'm bringing, I am, boom, more, more beer. Beer me. You started your underground rope anyway. Oh yeah, that's another story. That's another show though. We need to get. We need to wrap this one up. So all right. Once again, we want to say thank you for listening to us, thank and you. we will uh, be back again next week. Um, this is Justin for Bad Parenting Podcast. Try not to be shitty parents. Peace out.
I know that I mean it. Maybe they're as evil as they seem, or maybe I only look out the window when it's scenic. Atmosphere finally made a good record. Yeah, right. That shit almost sounds convincing. The last time I felt as sick and contradictive as this was the last time we played a show in Cincy. Get real, they tell me. If only they knew how real this life really gets. They would stop acting like a silly bitch. They would respect the cock, whether or not they believed in it. Doesn't take much, and that's messed up. Because these people do a lot of simple shit to impress us. While everyone was trying to outdo the last man, I was just a ghost trying to catch some Miss Pac-Man. Hello, ma'am, would you be interested in some sexual positions and emotional investments? See, I'm not insane. In fact, I'm kind of rational. When I be asking, yo, where did all the passion go? East Coast, West Coast, down south, Midwest. Nowadays, everybody knows how to get fresh. Somebody give me a big yes. God bless America, but she stole the beef from Bless. Now I'm too fucked up to dance, so I'ma sit with my hand on the front of my pants. You can't achieve your goals if you don't take that chance. So go pry open that trunk and get those amps. We go. Days of kings and queens, I was a jester. Treat me like a god, or they treat me like a leper. Back and forth between both I'm trying to find a balance I'm trying to build a balance In the days of kings and queens I was a jester Treat me like a god Or they treat me like a leper You see me move back and forth between both I'm trying to find a balance I'm trying to find a balance I'm trying to build a balance I'm trying to find a balance I'm trying to build a balance So now I keep a close eye on my pets because they make most of their moves off of instinct and sense. It's eat, sleep, fuck, and self-defense. So straight, you can set your clocks and place bets. Wait, let's pray on a blind, deaf, dumb, dead. Hustle, maybe a couple will love what you say. MCs drag their feet across a big naked land. With an empty bag of seed and a fake shake of hands. Yeah, I got some last words. Fuck all of y'all. Stop writing raps and go play volleyball. Got a journey, the world in a hurry. Cause my attorney didn't put enough girls on the jury. Guilty of dropping these bombs in the city, but I'm innocent. Love is the motive, that's why I'm killing them. Guilty of setting my fire in all 50, but I'm innocent. Blame it on my equilibrium. In the days of kings and queens, I was a jester. Treat me like a god, or they treat me like a leper. You see me move back and forth between both. I'm trying to find a balance, I'm trying to build a balance. In the days of kings and queens, I was a jester. Treat me like a god, or they treat me like a leper. You see me move back and forth between both. I'm trying to find a balance. I'm trying to find a balance, I'm trying to build a balance. I'm trying to find a balance, I'm trying to build a balance. Trying to find a balance, I'm trying to build a balance. I gotta find my balance, I gotta find my balance.
Shout out now, Kier Coast.